There is a famous quote by Einstein that says, no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. The practical explanation of what that means is essentially, if you were to get in an argument with someone and you're frustrated, you're angry, you're confused, there's fear abounding, then what he's saying is that you're not really going to be able to solve that issue, that come to a conclusion of that make amends while you're still angry, frustrated, confused, and and living in fear. What he's saying is you need to be able to calm yourself down in some way, get some type of clarity so that way you can address the issue at hand. Most people, they'll go for a walk or they'll go for a drive or some people even go to bed, which I personally don't recommend doing. There's so many different ways that they'll try and calm themselves back and then they'll come back into the conversation. But what if you didn't have the luxury of time? What if you didn't have the luxury of walking away and coming back to it? What if you needed to stay in the midst of it and move your way through? How are you going to do that if you're fearful, if you're angry, if you're confused, if you're hurt? What if I told you That because of your relationship with Holy Spirit, that you could achieve that almost instantly. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Garrett, and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. Now, This week, primarily, has been a difficult week. There's been pain. There's been hurt. There's been fear. And in a lot of those moments, I had the instinct to run, to just get out. But if I did that, there was a chance of some very serious consequences broken relationship, the men's not coming together. I don't know. Your mind begins to play with these thoughts of what if. And typically when you're in fear or pain or anger, that what if never comes out well. It could be completely ridiculous to the point where a week from now, you think about the what ifs that you had previously gone over and, it, and you just laugh at them. Like, how could I possibly have come to those conclusions? But in the moment, they're real. In the moment, it's so hard to distinguish. And so this was a week where I really had to dive into the pain. I couldn't run. I couldn't hide. I couldn't go for a walk. I had to stay in the midst of it. And I could honestly say that without relationship with Holy Spirit, there is no way I would have came out the other side whole. 
in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the fear, the frustration, the confusion, I only had one hope, and that was to just turn into Holy Spirit. Now, if this was years ago, if this was when I first started hearing Holy Spirit, it would have been much more difficult. But I've been spending the last seven years learning his voice, communicating with him, spending time with him. So it's a little bit easier for me to kind of pull back into him in the moment of pain and frustration because of the time that I've spent with him. But if this was years ago, because in seven years ago, I was going to church to hear his voice. Like, I wasn't really able to hear him in my day-to-day life. It was it was there. It was very faint. It was difficult to distinguish. There's no way I would really put myself and rely on it. I wouldn't bet my hand saying that, yeah, I'm hearing him pretty well. But what, what is is I went to church. I would get into the front of the service where there was worship, and people were just trying to commune with Holy Spirit. And that's some place where I was able to just focus. I was able to focus and just give myself to him and hear him more clearly. And out of those places where I was able to build upon, I was able to grow my strength of hearing his voice, which now in tune led to me being able to get into very painful situations and hear him. Because the reality is, is I've put in the effort of going into his presence, going in and seeking his counsel in the midst of pain. So because I spent hours and hours and hours of pain communing with him, I'm now able to pull back and hear his voice in the midst of pain at the moment where I don't necessarily need to say, hey, let me go for a walk and talk with him and then get back to you. It's more so give me a moment to close my eyes and hear from him. Bam. And sometimes even in the midst, I just hear him. When the other person is talking, I can still hear Holy Spirit navigating me through the painful circumstance to be able to really come to a conclusion of the situation. You know, I remember Bill Johnson, who is a pastor at Bethel Redding out in California. He said, pain allows us to worship God in a way that we will not be able to when we're in heaven. Because the belief is that we're not going to experience suffering or pain in heaven. So our only time to be able to worship him in a unique way is here on earth. And I took that as a challenge. I took that as something like, I want to do that. That's what I want to go after. So when I started getting into difficult situations, typically in relationships, because that's what probably hurts me the most, it, I just began to pull into him. At that time, I used to just go into worship, and I, I would just put on some music and begin to just love on him, receive his love. And in turn, I remember it, it just became to get easier and easier and easier to turn to him when I was in pain. I've always had this internal desire that I didn't want to be the person who turns away from God in the midst of pain. I'd rather turn in him. And it was difficult in the beginning. It was difficult starting out. But I trained myself to continuously do it over and over and over again. I remember back in the day I got in a car accident and it was it was definitely my fault. And I was just crying and hurt because it was just a bad day at work and then boom, a car accident. 
nothing terrible. It was a hit the bumper, but it was enough to just set me off. Cause then you start playing all these heads like, man, why'd I go down that way? Why didn't I just go here? Why did I have to go there at this time? What if I had just changed something here and there? But I was driving home and I was crying and I just decided to just turn the Holy spirit. I just began to worship him. I guess he began to love him. It was these simple things that led to some amazing fruit. Cause I know the typical response in anger or fear or confusion is, is typically to get angry, to match what's currently going on. If someone else is angry, you match their anger. When someone is confused, it's so difficult to not stay confused as with them. When they freak out, you freak out. That's the normal, typical response that a lot of people have. Now, as you begin to progress in your journey with Holy Spirit and King Jesus, Typically, a lot of the normal responses and pain is to go into a worship to put on some music and begin to love on him, which is exactly what I did. Now, I've been able to transition into this third place where I just try and silence myself. I pull myself into him. And I practice this by doing it in the times that I can walk away, in the times where it's like, okay, we didn't come to a conclusion of this. There's still things that we need to work through, but there's going to be a gap between we see each other again. So I go in and I, I silence myself. And what I'm doing is I'm allowing the pain to be able to speak up. So many times it's, it's so easy to distract yourself. It's so easy to be mourning a loss. It's so easy to be dealing with hurt and pain from another and just distract yourself work read play games work out do some artwork do household chores mow the lawn anything to distract us listen to a podcast <laughs> we'll do everything we can to just distract ourselves but you can't run. How many times have we told people like you can't run from your problems? A lot of people decide to move geographically, right? They'll leave the country. They'll go to another state. And yet somehow their problems always catch up to them. Internally, you can't run away from the pain because you're never able to move it geographically. Eventually, it's going to come up. And I've learned it's easier to just deal with it as it comes because I've had, and when I was a kid, I was taught not to ever cry. I was taught that to be a man, you don't show emotion. So when I was hurt by friends, I would just bottle the pain. I'd push it down. I wouldn't work through it because if pain came up, there would be this sign like, oh, I'm going to cry. I better stop this. But then when I started pursuing God, it all just started coming up. I couldn't run from it. The moment my heart was silenced and I, I stopped putting a cap on it, and I stopped pushing it down, and I learned it was okay to just let it out. That was a very difficult time of my life. Incredibly difficult. So now I've learned that when I'm hurt and pain, I just let it rise up. I quiet myself. And the way I do that is typically by having a notebook, pen or paper, or a Google Doc, anything that I can just write with, a Word Doc, whatever you want to call it, 
and I'll just sit there and little tasks will begin to pop up in my mind. Like, oh, I should probably check out Facebook. Oh, I need to do something for work. Oh, I need to take out the trash. Oh, I really need to get groceries. All these little annoying things are just going to pop up in my head. And what I do is I just get them out. I write them down. I write them down and say, I'll deal with that later. And it clears up your thought because your mind's typically always running. It's always doing something, processing something, and you can get lost in the midst of it. So I just put it down. You know how many times I've gone back to the things that I thought were important and realized that it was nothing. It was noise. It was just noise. But think about it. I mean, how many often do we like, oh, I should take out the trash and then we go do the trash and then another thing pops up and another thing pops up and another thing pops up. And you're just piling all these different things on your heart, pushing down the pain. But what I've learned is when I encounter it, I just go back and I quiet myself. I let the pain rise up. I have to learn what it what it is that hurt me. And when it's present, when I give that the focus, it, it then begins to allow Holy Spirit to speak up. Because now I have clear direction. Now I'm realizing, okay, this is what hurt me. Now how do I deal with this? How do I work through this? Where did it come from? What's stemming out of it? How is it affecting me? How did I respond to it? How did I react to it? And now I'm in this place where, okay, I'm hurt. This person said this to me and that hurt me. I'm acknowledging it now. And then I turn to the Holy Spirit. And now because everything else is kind of out, it's so much easier to be able to hear his voice. And for him to say, hey, this hurt you because of X, Y, Z. You're associating that word with all these other people that hurt you. You're tying all this baggage to a certain person. One of the biggest things I've noticed in relationships with women, because I'm currently in a relationship with someone, is I will associate the words she says with other women I had dated in the past. And I'd pull those and I put it onto her. And so what I've learned to do is I've had to disconnect that. I've had to recognize and acknowledge that each woman is different. And to close the door on them and to not associate what they do with her. But I can only do that with Holy Spirit. If I just mentally go, oh, yeah, she's a different person, my mind is just like working through it. But my heart is like, no, I'm still connected. I'm still in this. I'm still pulling this together. So it's with Holy Spirit that he's able to like, no, we're going to break this off. Repeat it after me. And I'm able to let it go but only because I'm able to hear him. I'm able to let the pain rise up, get the distractions out of the way, hear his voice so he can lead me to the solution. This is what it looks like to lean not on our own understanding, but his. Because if I were to have the pain addressed, full front just pain, and then I, I begin to work at it, 
but I'm limited to my thinking because I can't see all the angles and I go, I'm blocked. It's like a roof and walls covering me in the solution. And this whole projector screen is showing the problem on the wall and I can't see any way to get around it because I'm blocked in. But when I turn to Holy Spirit, he begins to speak to me and he says, hey, you're hurt because it's connected to this and you're associating the two together. I'm now not leaning on my understanding, but I'm leaning on his. I've now, I'm now living out scripture because I'm concentrating on what he has to share with me about a certain situation. And because of that, I'm able to get healing from it and it no longer affects me. And it's this practice of being able to step away in times where it's available to me and I process it out with Holy Spirit. I quiet myself. I like to put on music, some instrumental music that has no words to it, That a YouTube song that can last like, I don't know, I have nine hours in his presence. It's a YouTube video of like nine hours of just nice instrumental music that I enjoy to listen to. I put that on. I'll quiet myself. I'll write everything out that comes up. I'll have the pain and issue come up present full attention, and then I'll begin to lean into Holy Spirit and what he has to share with me. Typically, just him helping me see where it came from is enough to heal it. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's more into it, and I can dive into that in another time. But sometimes just recognizing, like, oh, I responded this way because I was connecting this situation with another person, with another hurt. And when I'm able to recognize that, a lot of times I'll bring healing. But it comes from the aspect of leaning not on our own understanding, but leaning on his. And this takes practice. I've been doing this for seven years. The first time I ever heard his voice, his whisper, the littlest faint sound from Holy Spirit was in June of 2013. It's now... August of 2020, in seven years. But it comes from the little aspect of pressing into him in the midst of kind of pain, the small aspects of just going into that. Then it stems into quieting yourself in the midst of pain and really diving into him. So there's the aspect of training yourself to turn to him in the midst of pain rather than running away. And then there's the aspect of actually going into that place with him and dealing with the pain. And that'll grow to get easier and easier and easier. Eventually, you won't have any other way to respond to pain other than by turning to Holy Spirit. But you essentially have to practice and train yourself to do that. Our initial instinct is typically to run, to hide, to distract ourselves. Running and hiding it stems from distraction. Us wanting to work, do chores, do anything to keep our mind off of it, that's a, a, a run. That's fight or flight, just mentality of just like, I'm going to, I don't want to deal with this right now. But when you practice to deal with pain with Holy Spirit, it gets easier and easier and easier. You'll become healthier and healthier and healthier emotionally. But once you get to that point, once you practice that enough, you can be in the midst of a difficult moment, an incredibly painful moment, 
and still be able to lean into Holy Spirit and have help have him help you navigate through it. Have him walk you through the steps and what to be saying, what not to be saying, what questions you can be asking. There's so much life that comes out of the questions from Holy Spirit. There's so much healing that has come out when I'm in a difficult moment and the Holy Spirit says, hey, just ask them this. Just say this question. And it completely pivots the entire conversation. It completely shifts the dynamic of the relationship. One question can save a relationship. And you can get that by practicing to turn into Holy Spirit in the midst of pain, in the midst of hurt. But it takes time. It takes practice. It takes patience. But it's doable. Just turn to him. Go to Holy Spirit. I guess the step even before all of it is just being able to learn how to go to Holy Spirit in your normal day-to-day life. Each day spending time with him. And that will make turning to him in pain a little bit more easier. It will lessen the burden of it. I'll leave you with this. Above all else, give your time to Holy Spirit. He speaks on the behalf of King Jesus. Give your time to Holy Spirit. Learn to hear his voice. Learn to turn it into him. Then learn to turn to him in the midst of pain. Then learn to deal with pain with Holy Spirit. And from that point forward, you'll be able to navigate some of the most difficult positions of your life. Some of the most hurtful moments that you'll experience, you'll be able to navigate it with Holy Spirit if you just put in the time. Thanks so much for listening. This is Shane Gerhard with Day by Day with Holy Spirit. See you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.